this episode of Open Micers is brought to you by that dirty motherfucker, BJ DeBlow. He knows exactly what he did. He would have started his own podcast, but he was too chicken shit. So let's play the music. night and you know what that music means to me this time of the open micers podcast my name is jason robbins i am the follically unchallenged jacob craig and our guest tonight is a local comic and comedy producer his name is jeremy lambert aka j-man the irish guy how are you doing today jeremy what's up how about you guys what's going on uh doing better than you apparently (laughs) yes doing yeah doing way better with my uh, exploding gallbladder so how do you know you have an exploding gallbladder take us through the process they told me so basically you know i live my life with massive heartburn and indigestion just like every american man would and so like going through the years of like just you know instant heartburn just with a sip of coffee or you know just normal sex you know, you, you get up and you throw up afterwards. That's and you're like, that's not that's not normal. <laughs> and then you just like go to work, you know, yeah. because you can't afford not to, even on sick leave. And I don't have any babies or a wife or anything like that, or baby mamas or ex wives or husbands to like call work and be like, "Hey, I'm sick." They're like, "Yeah, fuck off, come to work. You're not you're not going to be able to call out." So anyway, you just deal with it with all this pain. And I'm like, God. So it's just like I try to eat healthy. And apparently it was just eating too healthy, too much fiber, too much oatmeal, too much good stuff, too many greens, too many gassy stuff. Good Lord. Eventually, Can you it was eat just like anything a, ever? <laughs> yeah, no. Eventually it was like became a, a healthy overload of cocaine yeah. and uh, Brussels sprout. <laughs> and so, and I guess all the Red Bulls I was taking at work so I wouldn't stab anybody. Okay. And so anyway, long story short, the overload happens and like it attacks you and you think it's like heartburn and you just live with it, you know, because that's all we were ever taught was eat Tom's, drink right. some Malanta or some shit, yeah. have a whiskey, go about your day. And eventually it gets like so bad that like turns into like a softball kind of deal. And then so oh, yeah. that happens and then there I am in the ER and they're like, yeah, we, we got to get this motherfucker out of you right away. It took me it took me eight times of getting sick in one day to like be like, I think I need to go to the doctor now. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, yeah. when you're a kid, uh, you never go to the doctor. You're just like, oh, stop being such a Nancy. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I got told when I was sick yeah. as a kid. Did the doctors prescribe you a burger? They're they like, yeah, you're eating too healthy. You need some fucking. Yeah, like, <laughs> you need a number one from McDonald's. Is yeah, what you they need. prescribed me lower tabs and not to eat any gassy foods. So I Google okay. gassy foods, and that's literally everything. I, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I think everything gives me gas. Yeah. yeah. They're like, don't eat gassy foods. or like, anything literally will give you gas. All the healthy stuff. Burgers. I'm gonna... <laughs> you can't that? even have burgers? I'm going to Google no. right now food that foods that don't make you fart. <laughs> yeah, foods that don't make you fart. I fart if I like somebody. So that means... <laughs> No eating pussy for me. <laughs> so God, like, so basically nothing green. Because pretty much green, everything green yeah. gets Nothing you green, nothing with wheat. 
and uh, apples. So what can you eat? Like potatoes and... Actually, yeah, potatoes and chicken and turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Uh, I hate turkey, dude. Yeah. Uh, what? Wait, wait, wait a minute. You hate turkey? Oh, yeah, dude. Every, every Thanksgiving, I beg for like a, a chicken instead of a turkey. Dude, what really? is wrong with you? My friend chicken made a turkey. Chicken is superior. My friend made a turducken for last Thanksgiving. That's probably why my gallbladder exploded. <laughs> yeah, that's the sole reason. Goddamn turducken and his fucking <laughs> beer that he put in there. What is it? Uh, Miller Lite? I can't remember. Be- so like, this, like beer butt yeah, turkey or yeah, beer like butt bush, chicken? Like bush light or something, yeah. Just hey, man, you, you, you can eat some bok choy. I don't even know what that is. My friend told me that, too, like it was an uh, enthusiasm. Well, <laughs> and he was like, hey, you know, bok choy, you can eat. I was like, what the fuck is that? So we like, learn kung fu, and then I don't even know what that is. It angers me, just Dude, the sound of bok choy. <laughs> you can get some um, some yogurt. You can get some beef yeah. yogurt. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're like. lactose intolerant, then you'll be gassy. I don't think I'm lactose intolerant. But um, definitely, they said stay away from milk for the rest of the year. The rest like, of well, the year? Let me just, yeah, let me cancel my subscription to Boob Moms so they won't come over anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how long I suck on them hitties. <laughs> <laughs> my friend's baby mama's up, and she's like, I need to do something with all this breast milk. And I was like, well, bring it here. That's what this is filled up with. Is that what's in? Is that what's in that? <laughs> no, you're supposed to lay off of it for the rest of the year, Jeremy. Well, I don't, I don't substitute know it with quinoa. You can have quinoa. <laughs> quinoa. Yeah, never dude. heard of it. You never heard of quinoa? No, no I just substitute a water. Quinoa okay. Phoenix. You played the Joker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> quinoa. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. I get it now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can have pineapple still. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I guess that's only good for like women. I fucking hate fun. How do you? I, I, yeah. I don't know. I hate a lot of things. I'm bald, I'm Irish. <laughs> yeah, a ton of angry. <laughs> <laughs> Beer. If it's not whiskey or potatoes. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Give me a woman and some goddamn Irish hammer. So, do you think it's the Irish that caused us to go bald, or what happened? I don't know. It could be. I mean, a lot of us in the same age group and the same height is like all bald. Yeah. I'm thinking it's like that MK Ultra shit they fed us in school. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why we're all bald. I mean, it'd be different if I was like packing. Then I'd feel a little better about it. Yeah, I mean, you if have no good I, physical qualities. Yeah, no. If I looked like Stone Cold, I'd be like happy. Or yeah. if I played drums like Jason, <laughs> I'm like, well, there's something I can do. Well, here's the something thing that I can do is. Be funny a little bit. I can draw a little bit. I can I can draw the most realistic vaginas and penises you ever seen in your life. But when it comes to playing a guitar, I can't do a jack shit. Uh, the amount of practice. This is what happens when you practice a guitar. You grow a tumor in your hand because God's like, that's not Jesus. what you're for. You fucking pussy. Get out of here, queer. Go back to your little dick stuff. That's definitely what God sounds like. Um, <laughs> something that make that might make you guys feel better is uh, I actually read a study somewhere that I read a lot of studies. I have jokes about reading studies um, that people who go bald actually have higher testosterone than people who have hair. Yeah, that's what they say. But yet it like, takes me forever. I get like major anxiety issues if I've even got a woman in my bedroom. Like it's yeah. so nervous. It, there's nothing happening. Like well, that's different yeah. than testosterone well, yeah, issues, yeah. though. If it's anxiety, I don't know. I mean, a lot of I've never heard anything 
about me like in physicals and shit like trying to do sports or get a job or something they're ever like oh geez your testosterone is kind of high they look if at I me, had high pasty, testosterone they see how pasty white i am and they're like that dude has no if i had high testosterone i'd be more amp more you know ready to go yeah ready to go amped up yeah yeah i guess I, I I like know. people look at me like that one girl at the juke joint when i was talking about that last segment about me jagging it or I don't even think I was talking about jacking it. She likes to like, assume. She's like, well, you can't just be jacking off five times a day. You're not going to have any testosterone. I was like, you look at me, and people think that dude jacks off at least five times a day. <laughs> at least. <laughs> I mean, his hair fell out. <laughs> yeah. Is like that a got... thing? Do you lose testosterone the more you oh, jack off? I mean, I would think so. I think so. I, yeah, think I would that's... think so if you're just out there splurging babies around just for the heck of it. Dude, I'm splurging babies around. Here I need to are. cut it out. Here we are. You can't, you know. And you're very womanly. Body. Here you are. You can't. Hey. <laughs> you can't get abortions anywhere in the U.S., hey, man. but I can fucking splooge all over my house if I want to. There's not a crime in that. Those future, with those future Bidens in my fucking loins, I'm just spreading all over the carpet. So God. <laughs> Jeremy, I... The reason I like you so much is because I don't know what you're talking about half the time. <laughs> With the accent? Yeah, that's another thing. No, I can understand you. Oh, you I understand. don't know what the fuck it's you're like, talking Jesus about. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this guy's fucking insane. It's because I'm very blunt. Yeah. I was always told to be honest. I see whatever the fuck's on my mind. It really doesn't hurt my feelings if somebody gets mad or not. You know great? I, I got booked for a show uh, a few weeks ago. It was at this jazz bar, and we were told to dress up, so... You know, I, I wear a nice <sighs> collared shirt and everything, and Jeremy comes in there. looking like an yeah. extra out of Peaky Blinders. <laughs> <laughs> did he wear like the, the yes. Hello Cool J hat? He did. Yeah. Of the, course, he did. I was. I thought I was supposed to be at, like least working with Jason or Curtis or something, do like some kind of two man thing or some group thing because we were like, you you got to fucking bring the best, and we got to stick it together, and we got to feel like you know a, a team. And I was like, well, what better way to, like, you know, have his team up on stage and just try to introduce us that way, in a way. And, like, literally nobody showed up. Yeah. <laughs> Dressed up, you mean. Like, except me looking like a fucking weirdo. <laughs> we were only given, like, 48 <laughs> hours notice to, to do this exactly, show. yeah. And, you know, the, the place didn't advertise it, but they expected us to bring all these people in. I'm like, what do you expect on 48 hours notice? Like we can yeah, was, post all we want on, he was you need to give us that. at least a week to get people in there. Yeah. Well, who I thought was going to, oh, I wasn't going to cut you off. I was going to so, say, nobody knows this place exists. Like it's yeah. been there five years. I had no idea this place was there. When I first drove up, I thought it was a whorehouse because Nikki was there. No. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Wow. <laughs> Nick, when Nikki hears this, she's yeah, going to kick this, yeah. your yeah, she's ass. She's going to kick my ass for sure. shit out of you, dude. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, she will. Anyway, when we pull up and, like, um, literally nobody's there, and I'm, like, all dressed up like an asshole, <laughs> looking like I'm supposed to be a Wait, wait, wait. Did, it re- did it remind you of your prom? No, I didn't go. Didn't <laughs> okay. do that. I was in the back jerking off. I didn't go to my prom either. No. I didn't either. So um, the only person I thought was going to actually perform there was a dude who dressed up like fucking wannabe uh, Eddie Murphy. So was the guy who heckled every one of you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that dude was Remember weird. That? Who he was sat, that like, guy? Right behind you guys. I don't know. I thought he was going to be a comedian, but he turns out he was just a heckler. He was just dressed up nice. Yeah, I think it was just some dude who just randomly showed up that night. I don't think he even knew there was a comedy show going on. Yeah, and then me with the music. 
So yeah. I don't know why I get hired. I didn't even want to take any money for it, but I'm supposed to get hired to be the DJ of this place, which I didn't get to DJ anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then the only button I was supposed to press was just like a play button on her phone. And every time I would press it, not like different music would come on, come on. Like call on Tyrone would play when Jason showed up. <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to go. My, my entrance music was supposed to be back in black by ACDC. I'm ready yeah. to go on stage and it's like, yeah, I don't know, some like 90s R&B. And yeah, I'm some like, 90s R&B. Okay. That was a fun night, though. I had fun, even though nobody was there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I got, I'm got. i glad I got to hear everybody's like routines and shit, you know, since I haven't been out in so long. Because literally the only thing I've done was that and also the juke, you know, the juke show I did about a few weeks ago. Other than that, I've done nothing. Yeah, well, that was, yeah. even though Nikki told us we could leave if we wanted to, since nobody was there, I was like, nah, I'm just going to leave this. if you want to. Yeah, well, that's what she said. Yeah. She was like, look, there's nobody here. You know, if you want to stay and just work on your, you know, 10, 15 minutes or whatever, feel free. I was like, okay. So I stuck around and just yeah, used yeah. it as Might practice. As well. Yeah, that's a plug I wanted to put in there with just like being on the podcast. And like the reason why is like somebody's got to be on here listening. <laughs> And understand that people need venues. You can't yeah. just have these goddamn rowdy ass redneck restaurants or these jazzy restaurants that nobody go to. Yeah. And think we're about to pull a fucking fast one. It's like, no. And especially with 48 hours, like there's people out there with good venues. And that's even let it have shows. And that's you know? something I, I've noticed a lot here along the coast mm. is most places like they, they're so apprehensive about mm. wanting a comedy show. Mm-hmm. And, they don't want to pay for anything. And it's like, okay, yeah. well you can do your, you know, they give you one, basically one shot to like on a, yeah, you know, you get a, your one a Thursday to, night and yeah. like, okay, well you get this one night to, you know, come in for, you know, do your show for two hours. And if it works, we'll do it again. And it's like, <laughs> it works, yeah. what do you, what do you think? You have to yeah. build this stuff. You can't yeah, just throw it up. And, you know, and sometimes even when it goes well, they still don't want to do another show. Because I was supposed yeah. to have a regular show going at a bar in Iperville, and tons of people came out. The bar made tons of money off of the crowd that we drew, yeah, and they wow. didn't want to do the show again because they were like, oh, well, we had a DJ after the show, and no one stayed for the DJ. Yeah, who gives a shit about <laughs> like, a DJ? Yeah, it's like, I don't care about <laughs> your fucking DJ. No fucking DJ. Don't hire a fucking DJ. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. on you. Especially for a comedy show. I can be my it's, own fucking it's DJ. It's just no common sense at all. Yeah. And, and and bars around here, they're afraid that comedy is going to drive away their clientele, too. Yeah, well, that sucks. That hates, uh, I hate to hear that. Because it's like their clientele they got right now, you know, beats people in the head with brass knuckles. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they make them money, and that's all they care about. Yeah, they make them money, yeah. And it's just like, you know, a lot of people know about Open Mic, you know, and 2 2 weight awards and stuff. You know, and yeah. I'm just like, good Lord. Thankfully, I didn't and wasn't a part of that shit because... The one I was supposed to be about, like, nobody got anything. Like, the lady got fucking best San Diego comic and didn't get shit. No special. No local special. She just gets an award. Yeah. And I was like, well, damn, man. Support your locals. That's the thing. These these clubs around here. And I, I understand. We're still in the middle of, of COVID. and everything. It. But this yeah, was I going on before COVID. Yeah, like, this, this isn't is just before. a COVID thing. This is... Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. Cause like, I think just LB was the one who really pushed the, the open mic comedy from wayward crack and was like, we're going to do this every single week and we're going to build people 
And then, you know, when the crowds, once people, we get regulars coming in for this, yeah. then we start doing booked shows with, you know, bigger comedians come in on the weekends, things like that. And that's a great idea to do it. Doesn't matter if it's Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, just be consistent with what you're doing. Because if you're doing something yeah. consistently, then you're going to start getting the people in. But they don't, I don't know what they want. Like, even with music, on the music yeah. side, there's, like, nowhere for anyone to play. There's, like, maybe three, two or three bars, yeah. like, kind of rough bars for people mm -hmm. to play in. Yeah. And if you're uh, an up-and-coming musician or rock band, like, yeah. back in, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, when I was, you know, busting ass mm -hmm. in local bands and stuff, dude, there was, you could play from one end, just in Mississippi, from yeah. one end of Mississippi coast to the other, and you could play yeah. a different bar at, at like all weekend, every weekend, and never hit the same place twice in six yeah, months. Yeah, because wasn't wasn't Gulfport always called the district or had another nickname? Because that's why I thought Gulfport was always called yeah. the strip well, or the district. Yeah, well, there was so many like places, so many places. Yeah, you had and you, you had play. a lot of places that were right next door. Like you and had that's you would go play like yeah. Friday night at at one bar, and then right next door you play on Saturday night. And that's you just the main do that. reason why I went to California is because that's what they do like every night. Yeah. Now, is it the best place to be? No, but, you know, it kind of gets your name out there. Yeah. You know, I mean, how many, it's kind of rough. How many times a night were you able to get up when you were in California? Monday through Sunday. How many, how many times? Oh, how many times like, a night? Um, yeah. Okay, let me think. As far as, like, what's out there. So, if we say L.A., so let's kind of include Vegas if you want to, but that's kind of like a drive. But if okay. you think L.A. and Vegas is the same spot, what they do is they either work from south to north or north to south. And they'll start in LA and they'll um they'll go to Oceanside, La Jolla. That's where the other comedy club is. Yeah, it's a and, comedy um, store in La Jolla. Yeah, the com uh, yeah, the comedy store is LA and, and La Jolla. Then you got American Comedy Club. Then you got um a, a Madhouse Comedy Club. There's another one I'm forgetting. And then you have all the bars. So with me, it's like I hosted on Wednesdays. So I hosted, I hosted a show in North Park, and everybody loved to go to that one, which is a weird but to me that a bunch of Vegas people would go to that one. And that's how I did the Pee Wee thing over there. That's how Joe Exotic and Pee Wee come together, is like doing Vegas stuff. Huh. And I wish I would have fucking recorded that shit, because I was always <laughs> about recording sets, and I just never did it, because I was like, oh, this is going to be special. I'm tired of recording shit, so people will watch it later and be like, hey, I caught your YouTube video. And, you know, sorry I didn't come to the show, you know. I had a baby on this titty and a husband on that one, you know, so I just got tired of recording shit. And then that's how the, um, the, uh, Joe exotic and Pee Wee was for a drag show. So it wasn't even actually a comedy show. It was just me fucking off whenever they were getting dressed and, huh. you know, um, performance changes. And I would do that. And then that's where the uh, girl won the, uh, San Diego, uh, best comedian award. Like she was a part of that. And then I didn't want in North Park. And so what you could do is basically Monday through Sunday, you could go a two-hour drive and do like five to ten-minute bits every place, like all the way, the whole state of California. Yeah. And that's what was cool about it. And I wish we could do that here. And honestly, we should be able to from Biloxi to Ocean Springs, which is something I would love to be. And I, I know y'all are trying to do that too. But we just hopefully after everything's back to normal and if the whole vax thing happens or if it doesn't happen maybe we can do that i'm not sure but um 
mean, it could happen right now. I mean, yeah, Mississippi yeah. ignored COVID and now everyone's vaccinated. So yeah. yeah, even the nurses, while I was like, I guess halfway dying, they were like, I can't wait to go to this concert. I haven't been to a concert in like oh, a year. Yeah. And I don't know what state they were going, but they were going to some concert and I can't remember the name of it. Um, they're probably they me it. go ahead. Probably going to the Harry Styles concert in they might Florida. Be. Yeah, they might be because I got doped up three times on morphine, and then after the third one, I just couldn't really hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> which, yeah. which was really working because Jesus Christ, that was an ordeal. I bet so, man. Dude, I I don't envy you <laughs> at all. Well, you know, leave it to me trying to get healthy. You know, go to the gym and. You know, eat clean or like my stomach, my body's like, uh, yeah, no, man. where'd all that cocaine go? <laughs> Give it that, back, you that's dirty why I, motherfucker. Yeah, that, that's why I just don't, dude. I that's mean, why you just don't, yeah. Just don't, yeah, just don't go to the gym, don't eat healthy. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna die. You look oh, you're young. gonna die. Yeah, you look young. Yeah, now I'm fucking 35, looking 45. Do you guys remember uh, in a Married with Children episode where um, Peg and what's what Marcy were in yeah. love with this uh, this fitness guru guy that was on TV and they would watch him all the time and then they won a contest where they got to spend the weekend with him where he would go to the house and like make them work out and so they win and he comes to the house and tries to make them work out but they finally break his will. And you then next thing you know, you see him sitting on the couch eating like bonbons with him. <laughs> and then he dies on the couch because his body oh, can't dies. handle like the sugar. Oh my god, dude. I've happened. never I've never actually sat down and watched Married with Children. That's I used to funny religiously show. with my family. That's the one thing me and my family did together was watch Married with Children and X Files. Dude, I just I'm recently started watching X Files again for like the eighth time. <laughs> nice. It's like on Hulu or Netflix yep, or something. Hulu. Yeah. Love it. And um, recently, the only thing I've been doing is just kind of like trying to get all these ideas and scripts out and little mini series out. Because if I can't get on stage no more, I'm at least going to try to get us doing something. Something on camera. <laughs> when are you going to be able to get out and get back on stage again? Mm, I can actually like go out. It's just kind of like painful. It's not that painful. It's just that. um. I don't want to kind of be on stage and being like, oh, I got fucking four bullet holes in my stomach. So maybe, yeah. maybe about like three weeks. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to start calling weeks. you the, the Shug Knight of the Gulf Coast. Exactly. That? Yeah. <laughs> I can show you. I actually got these little things. Like they're like, it's like super glue. They're like, you can't, you can't take a bath for like 48 hours. The glue's got to stick. Oh, wow. So you <laughs> yeah. probably smell like shit. No, I'm a, <laughs> no, I've actually been able to shower. Okay, yeah. good. It's just that whenever I first got them, they were like, yeah, these, uh, let these things like stick or whatever. And I was like, good um, Lord, they look like bullet holes. Yeah. That's what, that's what you should tell everybody is. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to, I got yeah. shot up. Don't tell like, anybody you had gallbladder yeah. problems. Took, tell took, them you got yeah. shot. Yeah, I got shot up telling one too many conservative jokes. <laughs> that is, yeah. You, <laughs> it you never happened. That. Never happened in LA, but it happened right here in my hometown of Ocean Springs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be talking about people sucking other people's dicks, even if it is in church. They don't want to hear it. It is not cool. Again, no let idea that. what you're talking about, but I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> you, you let those two dudes suck each other's dicks and pray the gay away. Or I should say suck the gay away. And then boom, boom, boom. Shot to the gut. 
That's how it happened. <laughs> Jacob's all fucking. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Well, I we can't segue into something else though. Have you ever like been actually legitimately scared that you're gonna get shot on stage? Not on stage, but in public. Like when I did stand up. Well, not I didn't really do stand up in Mexico, but I was supposed to do stand up in Mexico. It always just turned out to be a party at a strip club. Okay. And there was always people getting shot there. New Orleans. I was wanting to do an open mic. We just never did the open mic because I was the only comic to show up, and it was me and yeah. my buddies. And a dude got shot up coming out of one of the strip clubs. Damn. Yeah, and in California, there was always people getting shot up. But over here, no, I've never really um, was scared about anything except the one time in New Orleans when I made my Bill Cosby joke. And a dude I won't name got mad about it. Hmm. <laughs> He's pretty big now. He got his own special and everything. Was it Bill Cosby? No, it was another <laughs> dude, a white person. He couldn't even get mad. He's white. He can't get mad at my joke. It's not even a racist well, joke. You say white, but just how black is Bill Cosby? Well, he had his own TV show, so he's not. <laughs> he's pretty white, dude. Yeah. Bill Cosby's. Yeah, he Bill had Cosby's the whitest, not black He anymore. had the whitest TV show. Yeah. In my so, opinion. His card got revoked. Yeah. As, as soon as he got convicted, it was like, nah, you can't you can't say the N-word anymore, Bill Cosby. You're white now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to steer this shit back. In yeah, the other direction yeah, before back. we go any further. Listen, we're going to give you this Jello promotion. <laughs> <laughs> um, why? Where did the name J Man, the Irish guy, come from? Why? Why is came. that your stage name? Nice. Nobody ever asked me that. Everybody was like, "Explain this right off the bat." No. Um. So how that happens is I didn't really have a stage name, and I didn't want to go by Jeremy Lambert just because I don't really. To me, that doesn't really have a, like a ring to it. I've had so many uh, nicknames all my life because I had like 19 Jeremy's in school. So I was yeah. always Lambert. And I thought about just being Lambert on stage. And I used to have a nickname called J-La for J-Lo and J-Lamb and Lambo and, and uh, you know, things like that. So I just wanted to do something I was used to. And what happened is we go crash a party at uh, UT in Texas after Hurricane Katrina hit. I move over to Texas. And none of the people I moved over there with, well, you know, their friends and cousins or whatever they were over there, their brothers, none of them was in college. We just crashed the fucking UT uh, party. And there's this big motherfucker that was getting everybody to do keg stains. And he was helping everybody. The dude had to be at least 6'3", 300 pounds, obviously a football player or a porn star. And he was just getting everybody to, you know, do the fucking cake stand. So me being me, little 18 year old who just graduated, you know, uh, you know, small town Van Cleve, Mississippi. I'm in Austin, Texas partying and nobody even hurt. My, my accent is so horrible that when I say Jeremy, everybody always hears something else. Jeffrey, Jimmy, Jamie, Ted Bundy, <laughs> Stephanie. So they never hear Jeremy. And so it just basically when somebody would say, oh, his name is Jay. Call him Jay. And then that guy started calling me Jay Main. And I think because I had something on my shirt, something about man or some shit. And then he picks me up and does this cake stain. And I'm trying to do the cake stain. They're counting. They're always they're already counting to 60. And I'm literally not having any alcohol go in my mouth whatsoever. He just got the little thing on the little nozzle on my face. And it's just going beer all over me upside down. And he pulls me back up and he slaps me on the back and he's like, motherfucking jam man the irish guy right here Woo-hoo! 
he didn't even know I was like half Irish. He just like <laughs> saw me do a 60 second keg stand and just like, this guy must be Irish. I didn't do any beer, like no beer went in my mouth whatsoever. He just sprayed yeah. it all over my body. And then from then on, my friend was like, you should do the improv thing in Texas and you should just go by J man, the Irish guy. You got, you know, have a stagey crazy name, a, stage, a crazy stage name like Larry the Cable Guy. I didn't know who the fuck that was at the time. And so that's how Jamie and the Irish got stuck because I was doing my little mini videos over there at improv and I spelled my stage name. Hey, Jacob. Yeah? We got to tell the listeners about Brez Coffee Company. Oh, they're coffee for gamers by gamers. That's them. 100% free trade Colombian coffee roasted right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. Sounds perfect for all-night gaming sessions, no matter what kind of gamer you are. Video games, tabletop, card games, Brez has what you need to keep sharp. They got all kind of flavors to choose from, like good for gaming light roast or the necro medium. See, I like a good dark roast, like the critical gaming dark. You can even add flavors to your coffee, like iCast Fireball, which is a fireball whiskey flavor. Can't decide what you want? Then just try their specialty sample pack. Whatever your coffee of choice is, they got you covered. Head on over to BrezCoffeeCompany.com and use the code OMPODCAST to check out for 10% off of your order. Amazing! So you did improv? Yeah, I did improv in Texas and improv in Mississippi at the Luxor Little Theater. Before I did stand-up, I was an improv person. I only Mm. went to stand-up because everybody fell in love with each other and started banging in the group, so I had nothing to do. And I was like, let me try fucking stand-up! Because everybody was like, you're fucking funny. You should stand up because the improv stuff uh, during practice, I would always get in trouble because of like how ad lib I would like put shit or how like a uh, right, you know, right field I would go, you know, during uh, improv. And they're like, got to keep a PG or PG-13 or this is just too much. You're just there's too much energy. You don't want the center of attention on you. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Maybe stand up will be good. Clearly it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's not. Here I am. Here I am in a townhome in Mississippi. What? Uh, what was the time frame of this? When did you start improv? Improv was two thousand four, like two thousand three to two thousand five, and it only stopped because of Katrina hit. Okay. So once and- Katrina hit, that's how it ended, and that's how you know I went to Texas because the yeah. people I was all uh, working with are like, "You should go to Texas with us," and I was like. Yeah, fuck America, uh, fuck Mississippi. I'm, you know, whatever. And yeah. so you you started comedy around 07, right? Mm-hmm. 07 was stand up. Yeah, and that was basically in Texas. And then I came back like late 08, and that's when I fell in with uh David Cop. I mean Derek Copswa and David Cavanaugh. Mm-hmm. And that's when I met them. And uh, it was me, them three, Brian King, uh, uh, Brandon Philly. I, I can't remember his like real name, but Brandon Philly was there from Hattiesburg. Curtis, Curtis Nolan's been here that whole fucking time. Yeah, a bunch of Hattiesburg people. I wish I could remember their fucking names, but they were. Uh, they did it at Zeppelin's. That's where I first ran into them. And well, then, that's where me and and Jacob did our very first uh, stand up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did it. They did it at Zeppelin's on Wednesdays and Juke Joint on Mondays, <clears throat> and I think that was the only two shows we had. And if they did any showcases, that was like sometimes on Fridays, and it wasn't very great. <laughs> it was, yeah. it was yeah. a lot of out-of-towners who didn't have none of their sets ready. <laughs> and that's how still to this day I'm very – I don't want to shit on anybody, but 
but even to this day, I get nervous with out of town people who I don't know or have never seen, or I can't find them on YouTube. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, it's like your worst enemy, especially when I was in Cali and I would have Vegas people. Vegas people are always dirty, no matter what. And the only time that's funny is if there's a girl saying dirty shit <laughs> in California. <laughs> so it's always like they come in, they say dirty shit, blah, 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 this, blah, you know, six, 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 balls, 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 drugs, drugs, midgets. You know, and then, you know, they don't only get a laugh if it's a woman. So, like, even then, I'm like, God damn it. Who's these fucking unknown people coming in ruining shit? <laughs> um, anyway. So, yeah, that's how we all started. And I was pretty rowdy back then. Um, I was, like, one of those really riding Dangerfield kind of people back then. Didn't give a fuck what I was talking about. And, uh, you used to be Jewish? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, before I had the hair. See, before I shaved, I just had a bald spot like that. Ah. <laughs> Actually, I do. But I don't yeah. shave. Yeah. A little tasteful yarmulke. I was the, uh, you know, just to tell you how bad we were back then, I was the only person that would, like, get laughs if we went to the julep room. <laughs> yeah. Some, sometimes we'd go to the julep room or the Celtic, and I'd be, like, the only one to get laughs because, like, if you didn't cater to their fucking fucked up ways of life. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's face it those rooms are more than likely impossible like exactly i, I did the celtic on 9 11 i had a show at the celtic holy shit and, i would never do that yeah yeah right um <laughs> I unpaid anyway, i don't dude. know yeah. why you agreed to do that that's <laughs> insane because he, he was putting together a festival and i was like okay. okay if i'm part of a festival i can count that as a fucking credit even though mm -hmm. no one knows what this festival it is it doesn't matter and it was unpaid, and I told him, yeah, I will drop by and do a 10-minute set, and it booked me for 25 minutes. I don't want to do anything in Pascagoula. Wow. So if you've never been to yeah. Pascagoula, Mississippi, it's a town full of unhappy, pissed-off shipyard workers, and they don't it like is. anybody, and yeah, they don't want to laugh. They just want to drink and fight and... You it's, know, get somebody yeah. pregnant. That's what they want to do. Party at the Moon Tower, Falls from Grace, and one other person. I mean, Ben, I tried to get that place popping. It never did. Yeah. Well, yeah, one of, one of the members of Party at the Moon Tower um, is the manager there. Really? And Yeah. My cousin's actually in Party at the Moon Tower, believe it or not. My, oh, um, cool. right. my cousin that, Marlo, yeah. yeah. Uh, so don't talk shit about. I'm just kidding. Um, but anyways, uh, the moral victory on that 9/11 show was that I had the unpre like this. This is how you know. This is how I knew that I become. I've become a monster comedian. Okay. By the end of my set, everyone in the bar carefully. was paying attention to me. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. unprecedented at the Celtic at Irish the Celtic, Club in yeah. Pascagoula, Mississippi. Yeah. Everyone Derek, in the bar yeah. was silent and yeah. facing me. Yeah, even Derek was like, Jeremy's like, this is like the only good set Jeremy's yeah. ever had because you're the only person he listened to. That's the best you can do. Yeah. It's like, that's the like, best you can hope for. It's like, is because to get everyone I to shut also up. sound like a fuck cousins. That's why they're listening to me. Yeah, uh, Ron John in the chat room, Ron John 420 says, Ray Stevens, Mississippi Squirrel Revival. Was based there. Oh We're yeah, talking based about on Pascagoula. Pascagoula. Ray oh yeah, also, yeah. Ray Stevens also from Mississippi. Is he? I didn't yeah, know that. Sure. Yeah, yes. I mean, I, I, I think he's from Pascagoula. It. Yeah, I think he's from Pascagoula. Really? Because that's why he wrote the song about the you know. Yeah. 
actually wish because Mississippi I, Squirrel Revival sounds yeah, like something out of past. Yeah, if I um, <laughs> if I, I wish I would have fucking remembered to get the audio, I could have played it for the show. But I've got a uh, squirrel song myself, or like an homage to <laughs> oh, Ray cool. Stevens in high school. Van Cleve, when I was in high school, they used to play it every Christmas. It was uh, called Shotgun Shells, and it was basically just jingle bells, but about people going hunting. Oh, <laughs> I wish I would have prepared that song, but. <laughs> You're secretly oh, a redneck, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you know, some I do like occasional outlaw country. You know, my my, my favorite song, my favorite topic of the songs is uh, "Oh God, Where's the Plan B?" Because I'm very pregnant in my sister. That's always good. <laughs> That's God. one of my favorites. <laughs> so, anyways, um, <laughs> I I was wondering what what I was getting at when asking you about the time frame because mm-hmm. I know you, you start comedy. A long time ago, much longer ago than I, I started. Yeah, I actually started in high school. My first show was in the cafeteria of Van Cleve. Wow, really? Yeah, I got a standing what, ovation. Was that for uh, a talent show? Kind of, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like an homage to a few comedians because all the material that I used, uh, they wouldn't let me do it. So I basically tried to do a few people who I thought I could do like a good impersonation of, and yeah. I did that. And That's then awesome, some man. of it was like a really clean Louis C.K. And hmm. then another one was like a really clean Dan Cook. Where I kind of like did, you know, you break the rules. You, you're not supposed to do any bits, but it was kind of like on the verge of doing the same bit. It's just like a, you know, impersonation of them. Yeah. And then because I really wanted to do like some George Bush shit. I wanted to get up there, dress like George Bush and just do a whole stand up bit like that. And they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you were doing this? Seventeen. Oh, I thought you were in. I thought you said you were in middle school. I was like, Oh no, high school. What middle schooler wants to hear political humor? Before, yeah, before that, I would do shit in Bible school. That's where that hand job story comes from. (laughs) I don't know if y'all heard about that one or not. (laughs) Or used to do talent shows in Sunday school, or what do you call it? Vacation Bible school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, how? I, I, I'm curious. I want to ask you this before okay. you, you go on another, another tangent. Another. Um, <laughs> how, how has comedy changed since you started to now? Because oh my God. I know that me personally, starting in you know, 2017, there was stuff that I could say back then that I can't say now. You know what I okay, mean? Well, I can imagine it's pretty drastic from 07 to now. Let me see if I can remember your age. If you're like you're in your early 20s, right? Yeah, I'm 21. So you're pretty fucking young. I'm 35, and Jason's like 33 Dead. or some shit. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, the, the level of, you know, the, the, by the way, the level of me having to, you know, go to Jason is probably like level 10,000 if we're talking Dragon Ball Z stats. Yeah. It's just a few, it's just a few fucking uh, rock band drum sessions, a can of Red Bull, some cocaine, and a hooker. There you go. Jason Robbins. Anyway, so what has changed? So basically with me, going to California, the only thing that sucked is you get stereotyped right away. And I get that. That's uh, That'd be awesome if I actually did get stereotyped and got actual fucking bits or roles, like, you know, in movies or a TV show. And I would always play an extra where I didn't talk. But I'd always go and read because of my accent. And they're like, oh, well, you're in L.A. And everything's being shot in South Carolina, Virginia, or Georgia and some shit. We don't just have the money to just to, you know, fly out an extra over there. So if you want any, like, talking rules over there, you're going to kind of have to drive over there. And I was like, well, goddamn, I already made the move to California. But what kind of sucked about comedy in 2015 for me 
was uh, before 2015. I don't really get, I don't want to like throw the stuff out, but we all know what we're not supposed to talk about on stage anymore. It's kind of very yeah. offensive. It was just all okay when I was a teenager. And I didn't really try to do all that kind of stuff. There was rarely a time where I would get really like red on stage. And um, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't that offensive. It was kind of like the whole, you know, incest stuff. You know, that's about the only thing I would do. And now it's like, definitely don't be, you know, no baby jokes, no baby mama jokes, no, you know, family stuff like that anymore. But uh, back then, when I went to Cali, it was all about like what you look like and what they wanted you to do. And that kind of sucked because when I first got to Cali, they would give me time if I would like be a uh, get up there and like be pro Trump or be pro like redneck and say like fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like Ginger Belly off of TikTok, but like real fucked up. You know, they're talking like. So Shane Gillis. Yeah, we're talking like everything I just joked about this whole segment, the whole cousin fucking stuff. That's what they wanted me to talk about. I was so like, basically want you to sell yourself out to play a, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. play a stereotype. And I was like, no. And so what I would do is mention about like how most of my friends are predominantly black in Mississippi. I don't have like too many white friends. I will talk a lot about that. Like, yeah, I do sound like a redneck, but I got a lot of, you know, got a lot of this in my life. You know, I've been listening to NWA and shit since I was like five years old, Guns N' Roses and shit. I didn't hear what Garth Brooks was until I was like 15. But uh, the thing that changed the most is just like um, the fact that um, I don't want to be all like political and fucking lefty right now, but it was kind of dangerous to hang out in Cali if you were a fucking female. <laughs> <laughs> a female comic because literally everybody only wanted to fuck you you know sure they would put that's your ass how it on. is everywhere yeah so i mean i noticed that uh, you know thankfully that's kind of different now but yeah, um, not so much <laughs> yeah yeah not so much but you know i don't i didn't really see it as much like from 2017 to 2020 yeah and i even kind of got nervous being a host i never wanted to be a host over there because i didn't want like people thinking that's just why i was talking to them yeah and you know, I was so nervous about that. But um, what has changed is like the amount of people that want to do this shit. It seems like everybody is now just as sad as we are. <laughs> yeah, <I guess> so. <laughs> and, or maybe they just maybe they feel like in a certain way, like you know, they've always been quiet, and they're like they see us do our thing, and we have no shame, you know, going up there and saying whatever, and they're like I can do this. So do you? Or, I want to do this. Do you feel like? I feel like the the last couple of years have been so tense, and everybody's yeah, just like, especially a, with Louie, especially like, with Louie. So a lot a, of people, that's a no no talk on a lot of podcasts or yeah, in public mm-hmm. or in comics. But hey, whatever, I'll talk about it. Well, and I feel I'm like sit there, as far as know, the last few years, you know, whether you're right or left, there's been so, like on the left side, there's been just cancellation. And you're like, you know, everybody's getting canceled. Over on yeah. the right, you know, like on the political sphere, you've had uh, it's just been dark times yeah, the last few years. And then you got the when, pandemic. Do you think yeah. we're about to have another comedy boom after this? No. Because people are gonna want to laugh after this shit, you know? I don't know why I said no. I would hope I would hope that happens. I, I we definitely need a humongous comedy boom. Yeah. And if people don't see that, that's kind of like fucked up on their part for you know, just being snobs on their venues and shit. Because how many me- how many more metal shows did Mississippi need? Yeah. God damn it, this is Mississippi. We need blues and jazz and alternative. We need something. 
Yeah. You know, we don't even have that many country, you know, shit going on right now. All we just death metal. Death metal, like stupid ass rock. Talking about stupid ass shit. Yeah, Jason. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, hey well, there, like I said, there's nowhere to play. Even if you wanted to go listen to like, you know, jazz music yeah. or like mm-hmm. 10, 15 years ago, you had your choice of whatever kind of music you wanted to listen to. There were there was a club for it or a bar where you could go listen to what you wanted to listen to, you know, hang out with the people you wanted to listen to. And now it's every single bar is Yeah. It's the That's same the, shit everywhere. Yeah. That's the only thing I miss about Cali is there there was just so much more, you know, to do there. I'm not saying yeah. go. I'm not saying it's better than us. We definitely I'd say I, go there. I, I don't understand. I don't understand why the casinos aren't more supportive. Yeah. Um even if they, they already did, make their money. It, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. they don't depend on any yeah, they don't depend on anything. that's another yeah. thing like 10 15 mm-hmm. years ago there was always something going on at the casinos yep. there were magic yep. shows and co- comedy shows you mm-hmm. know like always bringing in musical acts that you wanted like I, I've, yeah. I went to see primus and cinderella and like all kind of cool people at the hard rock now there's nothing nothing yeah, jeff foxworthy coming in october 1st great awesome <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I just want to put out there. Redneck. Go yeah. fuck off, Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> hey, man. Um, I've tried to get Jeff Foxworthy on the podcast, so let's not say Jeff, fuck Jeff Foxworthy. Um, well, I'm a big, that's yeah. definitely not gonna happen. Dude, I thought he was funny like 25 years ago when that shit was fresh. Reason, yeah, he's one of the reasons why I wanted to do stand up. Definitely. But that's um, cool. Uh, what other influences did you have? Oh, definitely fucking um, Sam Kennison. Okay. Sam, I'm gonna I go like really old now. Sam Kennison, Bill Hicks. Yeah. Um, like I said, the whole impersonation thing. Um, I was so like so in tune with a group of people being around you and feeding off somebody's energy. The yeah. only way I knew how to do shit myself was like do somebody else. Like I would try to be. I wouldn't try to like what Eddie Murphy did with like Richard Pryor and da- uh, uh, Dangerfield and shit, where he would actually do the voices. I'm not that great at it. But it was definitely like um, people that had handsy stuff. Because you can see me right now. I'm, I'm very handsy. I got to move around. I don't know why I'm a karate dude all the time when I talk. Yeah, yeah. And I swing back and forth. It's just because it's hard for me to talk and not walk around and enact, reenact what the fuck's going on. So it's very Sam Kennison, um, Bill Hicks, fucking uh, George Carlin. I was even, um, right before the pandemic, I was supposed to be a, uh, one of the hosts for a film festival. And I was going to actually get a gig for the award ceremony, or I was going to be like the guy presenting all the awards and shit. Mm-hmm. And what I really wanted to do was do like some kind of like George Carlin esque, you know, kind of shit, but just redneck. <laughs> <laughs> and then just kind of like bring it out there and tell people, like, you know, it's time to get out there and say your fucking piece, which everybody's been doing, you know, since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, it would be like, um, Rodney Dangerfield. I mean, not Rodney Dangerfield. Um, Rodney Carrington. Rodney Carrington. Okay. George Lopez. George Lopez is just because of the family stuff. He talked a lot about family. Mm-hmm. And I never talked about family. I was always scared to talk about family because, one, I had to go home because I lived with my parents till I was, like, in my fucking 20s. And then yeah. when I moved back. Same here, brother. When I moved back from <laughs> Texas, I lived with them for, like, three fucking years. Uh, pro- I think I live with them because all my friends would get me evicted everywhere I went. <laughs> oh, my responsible friend. So, like, I was with my parents, so I never wanted to say some family shit on stage because, actually, like, I don't have a lot of people that 
support what I say on stage. They, you know, a lot of people are very offensive. They don't take jokes. So I liked that because it's just like, I got a lot of crazy ass stories for family. And it's just like, he was one of the top that like would talk other than like Louie and, um, I can't think of his name. I'm going blank right now. But, you know, just a steady talk about family and still get you left. Right. Yeah. And then me, I was always, I don't know why I wanted to be dirty. I guess just because of Eddie Murphy. When I first heard this, uh, the CD of Raw, I think it was Raw or Delirious, and Eddie Murphy gets out. This is before I even saw it on, like, DVD or tape back then. Is where he gets on there, and he's like, this ain't no Saturday Night Live shit, motherfuckers. Y'all better bring y'all kids and put them motherfuckers a band. This ain't no Saturday Night Live shit. This is Eddie Murphy. And then he just like goes off and it's like cuss word, cuss word, cuss word. Even riding Dangerfield yeah. was a clean guy. And I keep bringing these guys up because these are the motherfuckers that stayed at the comedy store or at Red Fox's place. I can't remember where he went. It was an actual jazz place, you know, and they just said whatever the fuck they wanted. And they were like, this is it. This is what you got to do. Yeah. Even down here too. Uh, I mean, whenever I'm giving people advice of how to do comedy well on the coast, like people around here, they love blue humor and they love black humor, like yeah. dark shit and yeah. dirty shit. Is if yeah. you're not doing that, you're probably not going to get laughs just because yeah. that's what people like. And it's it's hard it's hard to talk to the uh, the young the young crew about that because the last time I said black humor to fucking um, Kyla and Duncan, they were all like, "What the, what the fuck?" And I was like, "Oh, I mean well, like blue." blue you know nobody knows yeah. the terms yeah if yeah. i looked like you i wouldn't say black humor either <laughs> <laughs> i would just yes. stay away from that yeah, yeah uh, i don't like i like to go a little bit dark sometimes but i don't like to get too close to that edge. jacob just like jumps in head first <laughs> oh uh, yeah that's what i love <laughs> about jacob yeah i like how you're like within two minutes you've got something going and then J- jason's kind of like slowly going and he lets you go down the roller coaster and he brings yeah. you back up for like two minutes oh i just go straight yeah. down yeah, i like this like, i like the skirt fuckers i like the skirt yeah. that edge where you think i'm gonna go one place and then i pull it back jacob's oh, just like you know he's pedal to the metal like i'm going to the dark side baby yeah yeah <laughs> hey man i'm a hey, pink boy fam yeah, it worked for us whenever Jacob had to do 30 minutes at our last show because it was him and Craig that was going to be our headliners. And literally none of the other comics showed up. I think you showed up. Yeah, you showed yeah, Jason up. was there. Thankfully, yeah. you and the three of y'all were there because, dude, that was 30 minutes that Jacob didn't have to do. And it worked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I mean, I, I just appreciate the time. I, would, I, wouldn't have had no, I wouldn't have done it no other way. If yeah. I was you with that material, like I would just fucking let that shit rip. I wouldn't have worried about it. Yeah, because I mean that's the thing. It's and you're never gonna get anywhere in life by pretending to be someone else. It's like you got to just yeah. be yourself, and whoever likes it will gravitate towards it, and whoever doesn't yeah. will it, not. That's basically why I've been so kind of like uh, shy at the shows. Not really shy at the shows, just not like going to them every fucking week. Yeah, is because when I came back. There were some people in the community of our, you know, of our comedy scene that's kind of like, oh, my God, this guy's like old as shit. You know, he's old as shit and he claims he's like a, you know, a local and he's saying all this crazy shit. I'm like, ah, well, you know, this is it. This is, you know, this is what comedy is, you know, so I'm kind of like in the lab right now working on shit, you know, trying to see what works and what doesn't. And you shouldn't have to do that for yourself as in comedy, you know, you should be able to get up there and say whatever. That's not 
you know, offensive. Right. Yeah. If you're gonna come I'll, to a comedy show. What the fuck are you coming to a comedy show for? Dude, last night was a great night at <clears throat> at the. I Duke. wish I was there, I dude. Wish I, I wish you were. Dude, there, I wandered into a gold <sighs> mine territory because I was doing yeah. this bit I've been doing every Halloween for two years now about Halloween oh, costumes right. and Bob Ross, yeah. and my great brain day. clicked, and I'm like, "What would it be like to have sex with Bob Ross?" And I just wandered Actually, into it. That's dude, amazing. I actually watched the documentary. The rest of the Bob night, Ross. everybody was telling me, we're just like, dude, that Bob Ross bit was great. I'm like, amazing bit. Yes. That's, uh, yes. I <laughs> uh, you know, if I could have, um, if I wouldn't have been such a chicken shit, I could have showed up, you know, last night and just tried it. I mean, I get people probably would have understood that, you know, I just had surgery. That would have been a great segment. <laughs> You know, yeah. my gallbladder just so it, exploded. But if you drink you know, a beer, a is it gonna? If you drink a beer, is it gonna spray out like a? Yeah, it's basically like, just gonna run right through you. <laughs> it's either gonna come up or down. And with my luck, it'll be down. Yeah. Like, ain't that guy that shit fucking balls all over the juke joint? That's him. That <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh Man. shit! We got to start name, wrapping this thing up here, okay. Jacob. We're coming up on an yeah. hour. I just, I just want to say that the name of my first comedy special is going to be Shit Fucking Balls. <laughs> That's amazing. My first comedy is... special is going to be called Happy Little Bush. Yeah. I think mine's going to be called uh, Strong Open with a Weak and Disappointing Finish. <laughs> That's like my sex life. <laughs> well, you can't just describe your special in the name, dude. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I mean, it's there, you know. There's no but, open, um... there's no cold line, it's just bits and you just walk off there's no encore but we're gonna get out of here soon okay, man. man so uh which uh what you got what you got going on man what you got anything coming that, up other than that we got the juke joint that's all i'm doing i'm doing juke yep. joint stuff i'm uh gonna try to do some uh i got this new thing called comedy bites it's gonna be a mini series where i cook and try to find a girlfriend off of my skill of cooking and i'm gonna invite a special guest like you and Jason and everybody else, and of course, the whole comedy scene. Everybody will have a guest spot on one of the episodes, and it's where I cook home meals instead of whining and dining to at least try to find a girl that way. And you know, and try to, you know, um, I got a lot of people that come over here and play D&D or just girlfriends in general, and they all they do is come over and hang out with us here at my house and they just eat junk food all day. And I was like, damn, I wish I could dick down a girl good enough to where she would just want to eat fucking fast food. <laughs> So what I'm going to try to do is like, hey, if I cook you food, you know, so that's what the show is going to be called. It's going to be called Comedy Bites. And every episode is going to have like, you know, a whole meal cooked. Awesome. From my heart to theirs in order to try to get into their vagina. Uh, all right, man. I'll, I'll come on and try to help you get laid. Nice. Um, all right. Nice. Where, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, YouTube right now. You can look up Playing Pretend Entertainment on YouTube. Um, you can also try like... Um, J-Man, the Irish guy, Redneck Batman, the miniseries that was never finished because of COVID. It's still on episode three. I should have talked about Redneck Batman tonight. I forgot. Yeah, I looked uh, that up. Redneck Batman on we'll, YouTube. We'll go over that next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nope, we got to save it. We got to save it yeah, for the next one. Yeah, yeah, give us yeah, good definitely. ammunition for the next one. <laughs> yes, it will. Can I talk about what I'm doing in my life, Jason? Yes, please. All right. I host the open mic at the Juke Joint every Tuesday night in Ocean Springs at 8 p.m. If you want to come out to that. And I'm very excited to announce that at the Juke Joint at the same venue, 
November 19th, I will be opening for Mo Alexander. Fantastic. Great nice. credit. Yes. Very excited for that show. Yeah. Uh, as far as me, just Pretty check dope. check me out Tuesday nights at the Juke Joint and uh, wherever else I feel like popping up at. Uh, and if you yeah. haven't listened to it, I did release it on this uh, podcast feed last week. We did a five-year anniversary celebration commentary track and podcast with Brian O'Halloran. I did. If you don't know who that is, he played Dante in Clerks. Well, he played Dracula in my little movie called Monsters Anonymous. We did a commentary track with him. I put put it on this feed. And if you want to watch it, you can actually go to the Monsters Anonymous YouTube channel. Uh, There you can watch the movie, and you can watch the commentary track. And so go do that because it's really good. And uh, I liked talking to Brian. He's an awesome dude. Um, Jeremy, thank you for coming on the oh, show, man. It's nice, to, always nice yeah. talking to you. Yeah. And uh, I wish we still had those me. shows at B Lux. Those were always fun, even though we oh, <laughs> was yeah, pulling was teeth to get people there. not talking to myself about that. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> you know, it was a great venue, but you know, it's just yeah. that um, when you don't have the the parking space, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you got a building <laughs> that will fit like five hundred people. Five hundred people, <laughs> but you got space at eight eight parking spaces, <laughs> literally eight yeah. parking spaces. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's what it's famous for. I mean, it's it's not because we wasn't trying to promote it. I was always on YouTube or you know Facebook Live promoting that shit. It's just that everybody would comment. There's no places to park. Yeah, you know? literally. Unfortunately, you know we're park. not as unfortunately Uber's not as big as it, it is over in Cali. You know, if that and, was a little better here, then we would probably definitely maybe have more people. Yeah. But and in that it, part know, of Biloxi, nobody wants to park like, you know, a quarter mile away and walk because oh, you're going to get yeah, mugged. It's, it's right by the porn mugged. theater. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah right, right by the Which porn theater. Which is another thing is like, dude, when I first found out it was right next to the porn theater, I was like, oh my God. And you know how <laughs> Everyone's going to recognize you know me. Time, you know how many times somebody asked me, they're like, are you having this at that fucking porn theater? Because you used to do open mic, or used to do, you know, stand up at that strip club down the street. Yeah. I was like, well, no, that's back in the day. Why did we not talk about this? <laughs> oh, remember the, I don't know. I didn't, didn't come up with the horseshoe. I, I just yeah. got drunk one night and I was like, hey, when the girls aren't on stage and you got your stupid DJ up here flipping stupid beats, can I just get up and tell some jokes? And he's like, yeah, fucking go for it. So yeah, like every Friday I was there telling jokes at Horseshoe. Awesome. We got to talk about that next time too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have to leave. The poop is coming out of my butt, Jeremy. <laughs> <Yeah. Pyramid. laughs> I'm my, crowning, guys. That's how good my comedy is. It makes All you right. shit. Well, let's go ahead and get out of here. What do you say? If you'd <laughs> yeah. like to email us, you can email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com, at openmikers on Twitter and Instagram, and on Facebook, openmikerspodcast. And that's going to do it for this week. So let's go ahead and get out of here. And good night, everyone. So you see that, people out there listening to this show right now? If you give a shit, help us make money. <laughs> we're yeah. I we're mean, almost really. at a hundred episodes, and, and we haven't made a dime in profit. Yeah, fuck that. You should you be. S- it should at least be paying for your fucking like Zoom subscription. It is. It is okay. at least. Doing That's that. it. It should. It should pay for itself to where you're not coming out of pocket to do the show at yeah. minimum. Yeah. Luckily, that, we make enough. It's a, yeah, it's fucking fun to do. So I mean, if it makes you rich, that's fucking great. But if it doesn't, at least it pays for itself, and it's a free hop. Yeah. Well, the only yeah. reason it pays for itself now is because we went moved to anchor.fm. So that was, yeah. 
you know, <laughs> half of what we owed every month to keep the show going. Right. Yeah. yeah. And also BJ and BJ to blow sponsors us for us to insult him at the beginning of every episode. I'm sorry. Is that his real name, by the way? Uh, no, absolutely okay. not. I right. don't know his real name. I was about to say, because that's blowjob and blow in the same fucking. Yeah, no, it, so that's it's perfect. definitely. Yeah, that's a stage name for sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's fucking gay. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, man. Um, yeah, we're gonna get out of here. Thanks for coming on, dude. You're fucking killing it, doing shit for the UFC, Anakin Florian, Roughhouse Friday, Rushmouth, Rushmore podcast. Rushmouth. Rushmouth. Rush <laughs> it looks that's, like you rust your fucking mouth to say that. We should do. We yeah, should, dude. We should start another podcast and call it Rushmouth. Yeah, Rush well, that's gonna a, be uh, mine and Thomas's podcast. We have an enemy podcast. podcast called Fart Mouth. So uh, fuck those guys. <laughs> fuck Fart Mouth. Fuck Empire. Fuck. Fuck uh, AP's non-existent show. Um, fuck, you know, stuff you want to fuck. Yeah, dude. Fuck Thunder's shitting dogs. How yeah. about that? Fuck Pepper. Yeah. He does Oh, crack. by the way, Anyways. If, I had, if I had to rank my uh, podcast co-host, it would be... Yeah. It would just be Brian. Yeah. It would just be Brian. <laughs> Pepper doesn't even make it into the conversation. Yeah, I don't think he'd be on the list. Rush, Rushmore of podcasts you've ever been a guest on, Thomas, go. Rushmore of podcasts I've been a guest on? Yes. Uh, fucking Open Micers is number four. Hell yeah, dude. Awesome. I'm glad we made it in the conversation. Okay. Uh, I don't really guess on a lot of podcasts, by the way. Yeah, this is a, I don't do this very often. Pepper's the big guest guy. He guests on all the fucking shows. I don't guess on a lot of podcasts. Uh, Red Egg podcast, don't think they exist. That's a fun one to do. Uh, Fart Mouth, just because they're my enemy, it was fun to go in there and fucking shoot it up a little bit. Uh, like literally assault them and then uh number one i'll circle back to open mic because you're on it fucking twice oh yeah dude awesome that's gonna be it for thomas mccormick uh listen to rushmore podcast wherever you get your podcasts roughhouse friday as well and buy a beretta with the code rushmore to get 10 percent off and uh anything to say jason uh no i'm good <laughs> thanks for coming on the show thomas it's nice to have you uh because we've had handsome. pepper on way too many times and it's your turn finally Hey. Oh yeah. That's all, right. all we got. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's get out of here, buddy. All You're right. the one with the soundboard, buddy. I was waiting oh, to yeah. see if you had anything else, but if you would like to email us, you can email us at popcorn Jesus Christ. At openmikerspodcast at gmail.com at openmikers on uh Twitter and Instagram and openmikerspodcast on Facebook. And uh that's gonna do it for this week, and we will see you guys next Wednesday. He just left. He just left. <laughs> <laughs> uh...